and I have a special guest in the studio with me. Before I go into that, I want to say a big thank you to all the listeners, to all of you who have supported. As you know, we've now started the Noble Faculty Studio, which is available for everybody to use. Um, please contact us directly for if, you want, if you're interested. Remember, our theme, our watchword, our motto is to aspire, act, achieve. Triple A, Aspire, Act, Achieve. And without further ado, I shall introduce my guest in the studio today. He is a mentor to me, a life coach to me. He is a motivational speaker. And he's got his own businesses. I won't go into them uh, yet. When he's ready, he'll talk about them. And I will say he is Mr. Hamilton Speaks. Mr. Hamilton, welcome onto the Noble Faculty Podcast. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> he's, he's, he's laughing, giggling. He, he's one of the most, gent, most gentle, softly spoken people I have ever met. Yet, his voice commands authority. So, And I'm not just trying to say that. It's because it's absolutely true. And I hope you get to find that out over the course of today's episode. Oh. Go on. I know you want to. <laughs> well, thanks for the introduction anyway, but at the same time, I want to say I'm honored to be here because it's one thing for you to be given a, an opportunity to say the things within your subconscious mind, which is what I work with and that's what I believe because I, like I tell people wherever I go or whenever I'm opportune to to speak or share with people what, how far I've gone in life or what has brought me to where I am today. And uh, I tell them that, look, it's not of my own. If you ask me as a person, before I got to where I am, uh, I would say I'm a very, very shy person. I'm like Noah. You sit somewhere with wide admiring eyes, watch the animals march into the ark one by one in twos. And once the ark is filled up, shut the door, lock it, and hand the keys over to the maker. That's the kind of person that I look I I kind of imagine myself to be. But over time, you know, circumstance does change people to get to where God has destined them to get to because most of us we've been destined to get to a particular spot but because of our interaction with certain people or certain things that must have happened to us over time we now lose focus and like um, Abraham Lincoln said that look you'll be the kind of person that people will discover five years from now based on the kind of books you read and the kind of people you associate yourself with. I believe that the kind of people that I did associate myself with when I was growing up back on campus then really changed my life. And let me just use this opportunity to take two minutes to introduce myself or so I'll speak a bit about myself. I remember when I was going to the campus then in Lagos. And when, when you say campus, you mean university campus? University campus, okay. yeah. 
Um, I remember my parents asking me, now that you're going to campus, what are you going there to do? And I said, what do you mean, what am I going there to do? No, they said, what are you going there to do? You must define the reason why you're going to campus. And I didn't understand it until now. I mean, when I started, I mean, uh, business or so, and when I got there. But I just told them jokingly that, look, I'm going there to make friends and to look for a wife. <laughs> and my dad said, is that what you're going there to do? Not to read. I said, no. I said, I'm <laughs> going there to make friends and to look for a wife. And those two things I went for. And today I am where I am based on the lady I'm married to and the kind of friends that I made. I want to, I want to ask you this question then. Your wife yeah. that you're married to. Yeah. You met her on campus. 100%. Wow. Wow. 100%. And by the grace of God, you're still together. We're still together now. Over From 20 years. Over, no, wow. over 20 years, yeah. Well, that's Got married amazing. in 97. But before then, we dated for about three to four years. Wow. That's amazing. So you went to go and find a wife. That was just, I mean, I just said it, I mean, and... They asked my dad, is that what you do? I said, yes. And your dad didn't say anything else? He, he just laughed and he just said, well, let's see. I, I mean, use your, uh, well, just make sure you read your book. And I said, okay, but I've told you the reason why I'm going to the university. Now, you see, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to flip this around. Go on. If your own son yeah. said to you, yeah. I'm going to uni yeah. to find a wife, yeah. what would you say? Even my son has said that before. No. He's on campus now. What was your response? I, I, told, I mean, he knows my genesis on how I got to marry ah, them. Because okay. I mean, one thing about my relationship with my kids is that look, we're like we're like friends. Even though I'm, 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 people look at my face and say, "Look, your face is hard." But I mean, I when our chips are down, all is relied to be back to their tent. Yeah. When Hamilton is down, that is when you find at the end of the day, oh, there are a lot of things within his subconscious mind that. You can really when we sit down at home, you know, my room is open to my kids. They go in, in and out. I mean, at times my some of my my I will call it a jumper. Yeah. My daughter takes it from my dad and she puts it on and, and, and that's that's how that's, <laughs> that's how, how close how you are. Close we are. I mean, yeah. To to your to children. my kids, yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Because one, my if you if you're the kind of man that grew up in Africa, you 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 don't have such opportunity. No. So so I mean, no. coming to studies where you've been given that freedom to express yourself, why not allow people to express themselves? And one thing is, even if you're given the freedom to express yourself, you don't abuse it. That's one thing. It's one thing for me because this freedom of uh, expression, it's it's a thing that I tell people all the time. We're in a society where the government has given us that freedom. But please do not abuse it. You trying to abuse it, it's more or less trying to tell the person you're a fool for giving you that freedom. 
so the first lesson, because what we do is we always, so we'll give a context of our discussion and yeah. then we pick out lessons or nuggets. On, yeah, yeah. So the first one is don't abuse the the privileges that you've been given. You've been given, don't. Wow, okay. So we haven't even started the topic, you know that, <laughs> yeah. and we've already got one. Yeah. Don't abuse your privileges. Don't you ever. Okay, so that's number one. Now, based on your story, you set out to go to university your university to meet friends mm. and find a wife. Make friends. Make friends, friends and find a wife. Yeah. Based on that, do you think your time at university was success? Wait, before we go into that self. So did you read your book? I did. Your, okay. Because I'm the kind of I have I'm, uh, I, my life is like a triangle on campus. Okay. From my room from my room to lectures, lectures to the library, library back to my room. Okay. The only time at all that I tilted out of that triangle is whether it's either I go to the fellowship, that's a Christian fellowship or yeah. so, I go for a fellowship or I leave the campus and go to a particular area called Shomolu where they do printing. Right. Which university did you go University in? of Lagos. University of Lagos, okay. Yeah. All right. So, I, there's a particular area. It's one of the biggest industrial area in Nigeria. Shomoli, okay. they do. That's the headquarter of printing in the whole of Nigeria. Right. They're not anything you want to do at all. If you go to that area, you will get it done within. So okay. most of the university activities, then they normally bring it to me to print. You know, I was good at graphic designs, and right. you know, so I had that opportunity. And I knew that through someone that I met on campus. Okay. So. He was the praise and worship leader of my fellowship on campus right. then. His okay. name, I mean, let me just say, I mean, he's solid keyboardist, solid keyboardist or so. And he he taught me to a particular level when it comes to graphic design and printing. Now, I met that guy on campus. So I'm trying to, wait, okay. So you went to fellowship, you met a keyboardist. Yeah. Who then introduced you to uh, Shomolu, the world the, of printing? The, the world of printing. Yeah, and I'm assuming there's a story behind this world oh, of printing. Okay, the victory behind the world of printing right. as well. So that's where I met him. Now I also met my spiritual mentor today, person of Pastor Kojo my day on campus. He was the president of my fellowship then, which is Love World Fellowship. He was the president and. Somehow, I mean, someone introduced me to him and I think it was his birthday and he asked me to sing a song. So I wrote a song for him and I sang the song on campus and the song now became a national anthem. Right. (laughs) Were you a singer? I do sing, yeah. Oh, you do? I do, yeah. I I didn't know that about you. I didn't know that. So it I mean, it became a theme, you know, on campus, and it, it, it was it, it was a glorious day. And from there, I, I now he taught a message that particular day, and that message also touched my life. And I just said, look, when I heard all the things he talked about and did the research about him, his dad happens to be one of, his mom happens to be one of the first professor in Africa. You know, Professor Yemade and the dad too was, I mean, a doctor in UCH as well before he died. I mean, and I said, if someone with such a solid background 
could be that humble. How many things that you have a lot to learn? So, I mean, that's where I said, look, a lot of friends I met on campus changed my life, changed my orientation about Christianity, changed my life about business. And till date, we still communicate. Whatever decision I want to take at all, I run it through wow. them. And it has never been, uh, I've never regretted it at all. I took three things from what you've just said. First thing I took was these chance meetings, these people that you're meeting yeah. are not exactly by chance. They became opportunities. They became, yeah. So that's the first thing. Secondly, secondly you've spoken about humility. And since I've known you, since I've met you, I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to say the story that touched me where I saw you completely differently. I don't know if you remember, yeah, but I'm going to, to say there was a day in the office. I'm known for wearing my suits in the office. Okay. And I saw you, you were wearing this tie. I've still got oh. that tie, by the way. <laughs> you were wearing this tie. It was like a purple and deep blue, like a navy blue with um, these paisley, kind of... I think it's a paisley tie. Yes. Yeah. And I said to you, I said, wow, I love your tie. I literally just paid you a compliment. I just said, that's a really nice tie. You just took it off and you gave it to me. I was so uncomfortable, I didn't want to take it. And he said, no, take it. You said, you've got many, just take it. For me, that was the epitome, the top and the most basic thing you can do. It's a show of kindness and a show of humility. You didn't say, ah, yes, I bought it from blah, 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 blah. You, you just took it off. And I said, no, 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 I was just saying I liked it. I wasn't begging you for it. He said, I know, take it. For me, that touched me. And anytime somebody asks me for something now, I always remember, if Hamilton can give me a tie off his neck in the office on a working day, I can do for somebody else as well. Let me say this, and it's it's very, very crucial, and I learned this from my spiritual father back home then, the personal pastor, Pojo Yimade. He said something once, that, look, whatever you have, whatever you have, if you can't drop it there and then, then it's a God unto you. Wow. Whatever you have, if you have, I mean, I've been, to a church service before, someone was sitting there, and the guy just, oh, this is one of the wristbands that I bought. I mean, I wouldn't want to say how much I bought it. And I said, oh, you like it? The guy said, yeah. I pulled the wristband, I gave it to him straight. He was in, and my wife was on my side also. And the guy said, no, no. my wife just said, you know what? That's him. You better take it because no matter what, he, the preaching, he could stand up here now and everyone. Because that's me. I mean, that thing went deep into my spirit. When he said that, whatever you have, and you cannot release it straight away there, that thing has become a God unto you. Whatever you have and you can't let it go, there and then, then has become a, a God, God unto you. Wow. So you're, you're dropping, uh, you see, these things you're dropping are things that I would like to discuss one each of them as a whole episode. Cool. But you're just giving me for free. <laughs> anyway, I'll take it and I'll invite you back again. <laughs> so you, you've held on to that. Because for me, as I said, your your humility, I've always known you to be a very 
good person. You've never, I've never had a problem with you. I've never heard you've had a problem with anybody else. But that one act of kindness and humility was what completely changed my view of you. Now, going back to uni time, with all these opportunities that came your way, you achieved what you set out to do. Do you think your time at university, given that you achieved your degree as well, would you say your time at university was successful? <sighs> it was, academically, it was tough. Let's be friend. Let's call it speed, speed, and not the guardian too. Right. Academically, it was tough. But considering the reason why, uh, considering what I told my parents that I was going there for, mm. I accomplished so for you, you were successful. That is, I mean, in as much as I did set my mind on getting a wife and making good friends that would be of benefit to me in future. Because I never knew I was obeying a particular law. Because this earth itself operates on principles and laws. Hmm. Now, if you understand the principles and laws that operate in a particular environment, you will succeed. Right. Once you understand the principles and laws that operate in an environment, you will succeed. Bef <laughs> pause. Pause. You see, I'll, right. You said something. You went to uni to meet the people who will benefit your future. Not for social reasons, not for social interaction. Yeah. So what you're saying to me is, you were, when you went to uni, not even knowing what you would do in the future, you already knew that you wanted to meet people or associate with people who would benefit your future. 100%. So that was something you did on purpose. Yeah. I, 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 would, I would want to say this because uh, there's this friend of mine in secondary school then. We were able to connect via Facebook. And I was communicating with her yesterday. And she said something. She said, when she said, asked me uh, uh, where, what tribe is my wife from, and I told her she, she's a Yoruba lady from Ibadan, and she said, oh. And I said, and she's very, very beautiful. And she replied the text. I have the text here. And she, she replied it and said, I don't expect you not to get married to someone that is beautiful. <laughs> I now said, Why? He said, because you were selective. In school then, you don't just speak with anyone. You pick the people you speak with. You don't, you don't just, you're not everyone's friend. If certain people are not your friend, if you, if, in, a, in a gathering, if you don't see anyone as being compatible with you, you walk away. I said, well, I grew up where my parents have always taught me to be selective. Hmm. There's what they call selective association or so. A selective association. association. Right. Now, and she said, I know. I know you very well. And, that, and I'm sure you've been applying that principle up to date. And I said, yes. Because even where I am today, people know for sure that, look, I'm very, very selective. Not being a racist, in quotes. Yeah. Not being arrogant. But I've come to find out in life, if you obey the principles and laws that governs the earth. It applies 
everywhere you are. Wherever you go, just sit down. Look for the principles and laws that operate in that particular environment. You will never go wrong. You won't step on the wrong shoes. The wrong shoes won't step on you. That is, you won't offend the wrong person and the wrong person won't offend you. Mm. You do things the way it should be done. They will do things the way it should be done. All man for himself, God for all. Everybody will end up being happy. But if you don't understand the principles and laws that operate in that particular environment, you find out you offend the wrong person. And when you offend the wrong person, according to the 48 laws of power, Robert Greene, I'm telling you, downfall will be the end product of it. So, <laughs> what you're telling is because that's not how we are trained academically. Academically, you are given certain framework and rules or principles and you go into a place and you sort of, how am I going to put it? Not to go and implement your principles, but you operate based on preconceived um, values and morals or principles. You already have them. But what you're saying is when you go in, if I understand rightly, go in as a blank slate, regardless of your principles, mm -hmm. and understand how things work. What are the principles, what are the laws of how this environment mm -hmm. operates? Once you understand it, I tell people this. People say education is, uh, education is you've been taught how to get things done, right? But if you check the Greek word for education, it's the word educe, okay, which is to bring out, not so, to put in. So, to, right, so the Greek Edu origin. The education to... You and I, it you've been taught a thing, yes. right? Yes. Putting in you. I'm taking it Good. in. Good. But if you check the real meaning of education, which is from the word educe, it means to bring out. So in essence, everybody has some sort of innate quality. That you need to bring out from that person. There's also. a brilliance you need to bring, bring out. out. That is what education is all about. So education is about you bringing out the brilliance in you. What you have on the inside of you. It's for you to excel. excel. Bring out the potential that is on the inside of you. Now, when you go to an environment and if you study the environment very well, now what you have on the inside of you, if you compare what you have on the inside of you and what the environment is saying, there must be a kind of how do I I don't want to use I don't want to be too I don't want to be abstract but you there there should be a kind of uh relationship there should be a marriage between both because you have a, a thing on the inside of you a treasure on the inside of you and you can see the principles and laws that operate here if you bring if you bring that treasure out and you see the principle if it coordinates if it works hand in hand you find at the end of the day that look, it it, it has to be harmonious okay. so that you end up not offending the right, the wrong, wrong person. person. And you, just, I mean, where I am today, uh, I'm I'm grateful because I learned those principles and laws and tried to make sure that look, abide by them. And abiding by those principles and laws has helped me 
Right. Not to offend the wrong person. Because if you don't, I'll take this. Let me bring it to the business aspect of life. Now, if you... People, people relocate to this country and I've come to find out that it's not you having the ascent of the of the community that counts. Okay. This you understanding the principles and laws that run in that community that will make right. you succeed. Okay. Take a very good example. If a Chinese man comes to a particular country or a particular community, now this Chinese man will not, all he'll be aiming at is how to set up a business there. But if you and I go to a particular community, what we'll be thinking of is how, how to, to get, get a job. job. Yes. Now, not that they won't get, but their mind first is how to what? Set up a business there because they've sat down, look at the environment very well, study the environment very well, try to see the things that, they, that, that, that it's not here. They've studied the principles and laws, how the people live, how they do their things. And they try to imbibe the culture and flow into the culture. And before you know it, they're already part of the system. Wow. What's missing? They'll bring it in. <laughs> wow. So it's 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 not you it's not you being able to speak the language. I mean, I, there are lots of people today that I mean the way I speak, you know for sure I'm a typical African man. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> but uh, that uh, what I've learned here that that's put me on this platform that today you can even say I should come and sit by your side or so. That's why I use the word that I'm honored to. Because I know when I relocated to this country and for me to be sitting here with you is a great honor. You don't see it as a honor, but I see it as a honor because I know where I'm coming from and I know where I'm going. Right. And I know how far it has taken me also. Right. What, you see, I just, by the way, I am honored to have you in the studio, by the way. And you know, I told you, I've chased you for weeks and I've wanted you to come. Like, I really, it's like, you and I have these conversations where like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And you say these things, I'm like, no, 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 stop. This needs to be listened to by a wider audience. I, I've, I've said that to you. I've already got our next topic bef that you're going to come in and talk about. But we'll, that's, that's another time. You've mentioned something now. You talked about the Chinese coming in setting up a business and it's not so much that they come in and they set up a business you said so in essence if this was business now they come in they do their research they analyze and then find an area to solve and then set up a business so it's not so much that you're saying don't get a job that's not what you're no. saying you're saying even if you get a job there's a long-term view there's a purpose to this job. You're not just getting the job so you can make money. No. So the ultimate goal for these people is I want to set up something more longer lasting. More Exactly. And you find at the end of the day, it's uh, uh, you find at the end of the day, even when they pass on, the kids, they still, money, they still manage it. Wow. The children's children, still manage it fourth generation fifth generation they still manage the project yeah uh, but it started from somewhere yeah it started with one person coming to that community to add a value you understand 
knowing fully where that look, with this value that I'm adding to this community, I can be 100% sure that look, something will follow the value that I've added. But what you're talking about now is beyond just business. It's beyond money. Technically. What you're now talking about is a legacy. 100%. Well, with time, I mean, if we have if we have the time or so, we'll be able to, we'll, we'll, we'll be able to, I mean, talk a bit about it. But back to where we started from when you asked me, I mean, when I said, look, the reason, I mean, when I told my parents that, look, the reason I'm going to uni it's ABC. Now, you asked, because, look, what does it take? If you don't mind referring the question again, what you, the way you started the question, what was the well, well at, at the very beginning yeah like what when you mean when i was talking about um why you went to uni or yeah no not not just why i went to uni but the fact that okay why people it's not about people not making money it's not about people not succeeding but or oh, how do how you define do you define Success. Yes. Okay. Now, to me, if you ask me as in me, Hamilton, yeah. how do you define success? <sighs> Agreed. If I tell someone that, look, if, if, if I want, to, it, it, it depends on the aspects now. Is it in the world of business or life generally i mean having kids that that have succeeded in life and you are and you are you made yourself poor in order for your kids to succeed yeah is success that is success now if you set up a business and that business now grows beyond measure that is success yes but you have to be specific we have to because we can't just speak from you know the air you have to tell me what aspect you actually want me to talk about. And I will, or if you ask me that, look, Hamilton, considering where you are today, yeah. would you want to throw more light into it? What are the things, what are the things that you you did? What are the things that, uh, that, were, that were challenging to you and you were able to overcome it? I can easily say that to you then. So the purpose of this podcast yeah. is to help people to find their own confidence to change their own life to transition from a point of i can't do it or how can i do it to i am doing it okay that's that's all it's about self-improvement in fact yeah. we're all about aspire act achieve that's it okay we all in in personal life in rather than business we are, now we aspire yes we what again Act, act, act upon a, uh, on, act, that, on, on that the aspiration, yeah, and what achieve. achieve it. Now, one without the other would never work. Exactly. But I've come to find, uh, which is a topic I will talk about today, and I will take it from a man called Niccolo Machiavelli. Yes, he said something in one of his quotes. Now look. There's no avoiding of war. <laughs> we can only postpone it. Is this in uh, his book, The Prince, I think? But it's always to the advantage of who? Your opponent. 
or someone else. There's no avoiding... There's no avoiding war, Mm -hmm. but it's always to the advantage. We can only postpone it. But Uh, in postponing it, it's to the advantage of your opponent or someone else. You either fight the war now, because if you postpone it, it's to the advantage of someone else. So, in essence... What you don't want to deal with. What you don't want to deal with. Because Fine. the reason why people why people don't achieve, which yeah. is the end product. Yes. They aspire. Yeah. Action now and they achieve it now is not the problem. One thing is missing from aspiring. People aspire, oh, look, I want to be this, I want to be that. I, I want to be buy this, this house. I want to, I want to do I this. I want to have right? this car. It's an aspiration. Yes. You understand? Now, to achieve it, People, it's it's a battle because if you aspire at all, there's always a force that militates against you. It's a natural law. There's always a force, no matter how tough you are, no matter how rich you are, if you want to achieve something greater. You're trying to break through a force to achieve because the success you're aiming at is at the other side. And to be clear, sorry, I don't want to interrupt you, but to be clear, you're saying there's always a force against you, even from the point of aspiration. Aspiration, there's always a force. So we're not talking, so I have this episode called Village People. So we're not talking village people type. No. Even within yourself. Even within yourself. So it could be self-doubt. Now, it could be circumstances. Now, you see, using that word doubt, for you to have aspire. Yeah. Uh, it's not just doubt. It's not the place of doubting now. Because okay. for you to aspire, that means you've knocked out the doubt. Uh, let me let me say the reason why I use the word doubt. Yeah. We all have a vision. In fact, I mentioned in one of my podcasts that 12 weeks ago, whenever it is, I had the idea of the studio. It was an idea. Every step of the way, I didn't believe I would achieve it. It was just an idea. The only difference is I kept on acting upon it. Even when I even got the keys to this place, I still doubted I could do it. You see. But I kept on acting upon it. Okay. Now, you're, you weren't doubting. You weren't doubting. You see, there's a saying by Albert Einstein that imagination is everything. Hmm. It is the preview of life coming attraction. Wait, stop, repeat. Imagination. Yes. It's everything. Okay. It is the preview of life coming attraction. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Imagination is everything. Right. Whatever you imagine. Yes. As long as that imagination, you're able to register that imagination in your subconscious mind. Once it's registered in your subconscious mind, uh, that is everything. You've registered what will happen in the future. You've rubber-stamped it somewhere. Hmm. All you're doing uh, is acting upon that thing that has registered in your subconscious mind. And because it has registered, if it hasn't registered, every other activity to get it done won't come in. But once it is registered, let me give you a very good example. If you desire to buy an Audi car today, yes. Uh, once it registers in your subconscious mind, 
You just find out that that particular Audi car, you'll be seeing it you everywhere. See everywhere. I agree. I agree with that. I 100% agree. And um, before you know it, yes. uh, how to get at that Audi car will just start happening without you planning it even. You just find out things will just start falling into place. So that's why when he said, I look, imagination is everything. It is the preview. You've seen it ahead. You've seen how this thing is going to be. Imagination is the preview. It's everything. It is the preview of life coming attraction. If you go to a movie, they show you the preview (laughs) of that movie. (laughs) Because it's coming. Because it's coming. That's why you hear coming soon. You've already had a preview of it. Wow. Your imagination is life coming soon. If you want, if you go to the store and you want to buy a particular jacket, you've imagined how that jacket will be on you. Wow! If you put on that jacket, yes. even if somebody else is telling you that jacket doesn't look good on you, no. You to you, this jacket is the best on you. Now, that same jacket, the people that are saying that it's not good on you, yes, huh? they could see someone else putting it on and they say, oh, "This jacket looks good on this person," but to you. Because in your imagination, you believe that, look, yes. no matter what you say, that's your own opinion. Yes. To me, this is the best jacket that I'm putting on. Wow. Nobody can wipe it off your subconscious mind at all. I, I love that. Imagination is your life coming soon. I love it. That, that, <laughs> so if people, you see, they, they aspire to be something. Yes. But... The place of the action now, it's not until, because you you might think that, oh, yeah, the action is running around, running around, running around. Run. No, mm. listen, it's not in the running around. But if a particular aspiration has not registered in your subconscious mind, you can run from Cape Town to Cairo. Nothing will happen. <laughs> if it has not registered in your subconscious mind, no matter what you do, it will, it will, you just find out it will never work. That is why I take this word seriously. The word that says, look, the word became flesh. Hmm. Whatever registers in your subconscious mind, yes. and you keep saying it, it will become fleshly. It will be manifested for all eyes to see. We are still on aspirational. That is aspirational. Because if you aspire to be something, and you take that thing that you, want to, that you are aspiring to become, uh, if it registers in your subconscious mind, and the only way it can register in your subconscious mind is when you keep saying it over and over and over and over again. It will become a word that you're planting. And when you plant it in your subconscious mind over and over again, you just find out one day it starts growing. It starts growing. It starts growing. Growing in that the action will just start coming. You just find out someone telling you, oh, look, listen, Speaking wasn't part of me. Let me say this. But I knew from day one, I grew up in a family whereby the way you dress matters. Okay. My uncle today takes a baby. In my clan, you, your, the way you present yourself outside will determine how people will rate you. Yeah. Because... I believe my Sunday school teacher that introduced me to that book, you might call it a book, I call it a Bible. It's just a name. But that particular word that says, 
Men look on the outside, but only God looks on the inside. He searches the reins. Now, every man will judge you based on what he see. Yes. So, if you keep dumping that word on the inside of you that look, I'm aspiring to do this. I'm aspiring to do this. I'm aspiring to do this. Day and night, putting it, sowing that word in your subconscious mind, dropping it in your subconscious mind every day, day and night. When people come to tell you, oh, this thing is not what you keep telling them, you know what? I know what I have seen. All this you are telling me is not what I have seen. As I'm even speaking with you, all this I have seen before. I've seen myself speaking to 500,000 before, hmm. before I started doing it. Because, one, my mom was a choir mistress okay. in the Catholic church when I was growing up. I've seen myself then speaking to people because I sing in church. Okay. So, I've said, so when I stopped singing in church, I've been told before, look, a time is coming. If you like, a time is coming that you address crowd. Mm. And today, when I see myself addressing crowds, I, I look at, oh, oh, my God, this is what they said then. And because they said it over and over again, and based on my relationship at the end of the day with people, mm. I now came to find that, look, whatever people, that's why it's always, I always tell people, be careful what people say into your subconscious mind. Wow. Because if what people say in your subconscious mind is negative and you do not have a word that will counter that, their own words will manifest in your life than your own words. I 100% agree with that. I, I don't know if anybody else does. You understand? Yes. What people say in your that which is the place of the word that I'm saying now, yeah. that look, if you, if you aspire to become something and you don't take your aspiration in form of words, and dump it in your subconscious mind over and over again. If you allow people's words to override yours, their own words will manifest in your life. And you start manifesting people's words. Wow. So when people aspire to be something and there's no action, no word, no prophecy, no dumping of words in subconscious mind, at the end of the day, no result. That gap between the aspiration and the performance, why that gap? That gap you need to fill because in heaven or anywhere, there's no vacuum. Something needs to fill that particular area. And I tell people, they in bringing up your child as well, the problem we're having or the issue, let me use the word issue, we're having in this society, it's not that the children themselves desire to be what they are today or who they are today. But the parents, what have they been saying as well? What's registered in the subconsciousness of that child? Hmm. Now I was growing up, I still remember one thing that my grandmother used to call me. It's in, it, it means you, it, it's in, it's in our dialect, but it means you have your own style of riches. Your own wealth is stylish. 
now is beginning to register in my subconscious. I mean, I'm beginning to remember all she was saying now. That means you have a way of doing your things that is quite different. People say it even where I am right now, even wherever uh, wherever I go, people that you have a, a way of doing your own thing. If if it's casual, it's different. Mm. If it's formal, it's different. If it's anything at all, it's different. When people come to my house, when when I go, even where I am today, when I before I moved to that property, it was like, oh my, my wife, kids, no way, we no, no, not this house, never. <laughs> I said, listen, this is where we'll pitch our tent. The other one will be sold. This is where we'll pitch our, we'll pitch our tent. And after three months, I now told them, what do you think now? You know why? Because what I was seeing, you guys were not seeing. You were just seeing the now. <laughs> and that's the truth. When parents try to dump things in the life of their kids, when they are angry, when things are not doing well, at that particular time, whatever you dump in, because you steer the waters to catch the fish. Yes. At that point in time, when you are upset, at the end of the day, whatever you drop in is what will come in. Mm -hmm. Whatever you drop in, rather, is what will stay. Yeah. I know back home where I'm from, then people when they when they are angry, then instead of the reasonable ones, with, oh, you this distant child or so, rather than saying the negative, they will always say the positive. You this good child. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Even the, exactly. It's it, you see. Because, Even though they want to say the uh, the negative, but, they, but will just, they will just. What will come out would not be because they've they've come to realize the place of words, and if you don't use the right word, I always believe in the power of the angels mm. passing by. If the wrong word is taken by the angels, listen, they will drop it where they meant to drop it. Mm. It's not their fault. It is their responsibility to take the words that you said. And drop it where they meant to drop it. So if you take the right word, you are aspiring to be this. Take the right word that will fit into that. And I, before you know it, things will start falling into I just want to take your advice quickly. I don't know what angel is passing. Angel, I want to be the most successful media mogul ever seen on this earth. I say it, I claim it. I want that to register in my subconscious. Look out for the next episode of Imagination is Life coming soon with Hamilton Speaks. God bless. We are awesome. We are noble. We are able. You have just listened to the Noble Faculty Podcast. Just listen to the Noble Faculty Podcast.